Hello, and welcome to the Zine School Podcast. My name is Luke. I'm from the Zine Distro Small Zine Volcano. I'd like to start by paying my respects to the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and acknowledge elders past and present, and acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded. We are joined today by a very special guest. We are joined all the way from London in the UK by Kay from the Zine Friday Night in West Ealing. Hello, Kay. Hi, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice to see you, Kay. Yeah, it's nice to see you too. <laughs> My first question is, how has your zine making been affected by becoming a new parent? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's affected it quite a lot. I So I've been doing this zine for nearly 10 years. Next year will be my 10-year anniversary, which is crazy. Um, and in that time, I've been pretty consistent, I think, generally with managing to do it every week. With the odd, you know, maybe I miss one week here and there for illness or being away or something. But uh, yeah, this this year, it's been a lot less than that. And I've, yeah, just time kind of melts away and then suddenly it's like oh I should probably do another zine um <laughs> but <laughs> and and also uh yeah my zine is generally always typed with the odd the odd handwritten one thrown in there but um yeah for the for the last year pretty much all been handwritten just because it's yeah quicker and easier when I have to sort of take my moments of opportunity whilst they present themselves and it's not always, yeah, I just feel like oh, I've got to do it right now. I don't want to sort of faff around booting up my computer. And yeah. that, that, that is wild that your zine has been going for 10 years already. Um, it doesn't seem like 10 years to me. That seems like a really long time. Um, yeah. Congratulations on so many zines. What issue number are you up to? So the next one I'm hoping to do... Again, I hope to do it over Christmas and time's melted away from me again, but I will do it hopefully before the end of the year. It'll be 428. So I reckon if I'd if I'd kept up at normal my normal rate, I could have maybe got to 450 this year, but maybe I wouldn't have anyway. Um anyway, that's one for next year. <laughs> uh, how how is issue number 428 looking? Uh, well, I mean, it's it's not really looking like anything yet, but I've I've think I've got some. I think it'll be, but it's the end of end of the year. My son is nearly one. He's one in like two days. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff to. Yeah, it's like lots of big stuff going on. So yeah. Um, uh, do Do you kind of lean towards the big stuff issues? Are they significant or successful for you i guess what what kind of do you think of if i were to ask you what's a very successful issue of friday night in west Ealing look like oh i do you know i don't really normally lean towards the big ones at all i'm sure i've had because i suppose in 400 plus issues there's been a few milestones and I feel like some of them they've just been completely wasted because on that day I wasn't really feeling <laughs> it, it the, the the zine just kind of is like whatever's coming out of my head at the time and sometimes I've had a bit of a thought of like oh, I actually think maybe this is going to be about this one but sometimes I'm just to draw a bit of a blank and it's just sort of 
I just get going and see what happens. And so I'm sure there's been some like, you know, big milestone and it's just been me like wittering <laughs> on about nothing. <laughs> it feels a bit strange even to be talking about the zine or outside of the zine itself. Do you ever get, um, do you ever just bump into people who are kind of a little, a little celebrity struck when they come across you and realize that you make the zine? No. Never. I mean, I. I, I, <laughs> most people, I guess, it, well, it's an anonymous scene. So I think, I feel like most of the people who know that I make it are in Melbourne where I don't live. So I don't bump into them <laughs> very often. And um, yeah, I. I yeah, I get, and I guess I get emails from people who like the zine, who found the zine, but yeah, they they don't generally know me or I've seen them in real life or yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of flying under the radar. <laughs> how, how do you, how do you describe what you do to um I don't know maybe like friends or family members who aren't aren't necessarily massive fans already of your zine? How do you describe it? Oh, I don't. I mean, I, I've got people who I. This is like I suppose pretty crazy actually that I've been doing this for ten years. I'd say like the, the majority of my like friends and family have like never read my zine. Um, like I, I just say I, I write a zine every week, and they're all just like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> it's, um, I mean, even like my my partner, we've been together for like eight years nearly, and he's not read a lot of it, even though he started off reading it. As we sort of progressed, he started to feel like, oh, can I read it? Is that okay? Is that a bit weird? Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, of course you can read it. But yeah, it feels like kind of, he, I suppose he thinks it's a bit like reading my diary or something now, even though it is out there for anyone to read. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any any particular goals for the zine for the new year? Yeah, uh, my I have big goals for the zine in the new year, which is to get back to trying to do it every week. And once, well, that's going to be once I get back to work and uh, my son's in nursery uh, a couple of times a week or with my mum, I'll have a bit of time to hopefully dedicate a bit more headspace to it. So my plan is, yeah, to get, get back into a weekly rhythm and yeah. Where in there's a lot that seems to happen during kind of transportation. Like I'm just kind of curious as to where where the urge kind of comes to you each week. It seems to often be on the train or the bus. I just yeah, well, just moments of uh, moments of opportunity. I think well, there's sort of a lot of like dead time when you're traveling sometimes, and that's like well, yeah, I might as well use this time to write a zine I mean I used to do that a lot like when I started out doing the zine and I was um there was a point where I would oh yeah I'd always be coming to West Ealing to stay with my parents because of my job but I was at uh university in southeast London and I was often like coming back on long journeys and it was just like that's I was really busy at that point like studying and working and I had about kind of like one day off a week and didn't always want to 
it was like nice if I could also get the zine done during a bit of downtime um and yeah now I suppose now it's like yeah as I said before like now it's having the baby around all the time it's like grabbing little moments again as well and I thought when I'm back at work I'll be back to commuting in London which is a pain and so that's like a nice way to maybe use up a bit of that time on my journey um yeah. Did, did you sketch it out? Is it all just in your brain and it all comes out in one go? You seem to come back sometimes if it's not yeah. What What's a kind of standard approach for a week's issue? It's just in my brain. It's just, yeah, free association. <laughs> I just kind of go. I don't – occasionally I – write notes down I think oh that would be a good thing to write about and I just make a make a note on my phone or something of like write zine about xyz but that's that's quite rare to be honest I I normally just go for it (laughs) (laughs) is this a normal thing for someone to do in London is just everyone in London making these weekly zines that go for 10 years I don't know anyone who does that. I'm really cut off from any sort of zine community. I'm like really, I, yeah, I'm, I've probably talked about this before, but I, like I'm probably in the zine, but I'm not really connected to the zine scene in London because whenever I sort of dip to toe into it, it's just, it doesn't seem to be like the same sort of like uh, culture of sort of per zines, I guess, or like just kind of more random zines. They were, a lot of like the zine fairs I went to, they'd all be about, they'd all be comics or they'd all be pol- political. Or there'd be a sort of theme um, rather than just what, what I kind of like in a zine is, yeah, just sort of sometimes, yeah, the, un- the unexpected ones. I mean, I like comics and politics and stuff, but yeah. <laughs> I know, I've seen in, in America, there's been a few um, per zine fests. So right. zine, zine fairs where it's just Perzines, which I was very, very excited to see was yeah. happening because I would love to go to that. That would really make my year that would to go to something like that. Yeah, that's amazing. The thought, yeah, of just, yeah, what an amazing thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've been to that many kind of themed type zine fairs like that. Like we do the Hello Zine Fair you know, here in Melbourne each Halloween. So people make Halloween-themed zines for that. So there's lots of Halloween zines there. But then there's lots of other zines as well. I, yeah, I thought the idea of a Perzine Fest was, yeah, was was an interesting an interesting thing. How do you feel your zine kind of has developed over those 10 years? Um, I don't know really. <laughs> it's so it's so much of it, but it's like hard to kind of remember what like even the specific eras of it now. It's just a big sort of soup of like I know that they're like I kind of sort of have a memory of how I started off and it would be more like I would maybe there would be a bit more thought that went into like what's this one gonna be about and crafting a bit of a story around something. And then as time went on it just sort of became more of a spur of the moment type thing and I know there's been periods where I feel like oh this has been a we've been in a really bad period for a while like that's so boring some of the episodes and then sometimes <laughs> you go through the, like probably lockdown and stuff and and there's some good periods but I, 
Um, I mean, I can't even remember what the question was now. Like, but I, <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. That, that like the, it, it's become like I suppose partially like well about the, the endurance aspect of it, and just it's this thing that I do, and that it's just this thing that happens, and that's kind of more important than the content sometimes that it's just it's happened even if it's a even if it's a boring one or a uh yeah I, I was thinking of it as as an anthology of all the zines yeah. together when I when I was working on an anthology of my zine we sat around because you know we're thinking of it as I guess a book and so we decided to start thinking of it how else could we mm. represent it rather than in a book form like could it come in a box like could it be a box with all the zines in but I was thinking about your zine and I would like to see it like in one all of those <laughs> golden pieces of paper lined up like in one long thing which I guess if you, you could do the maths and figure out if that would be you know several miles of paper or whatever it would be yeah. so you might have to present the anthology like at a airport on a on the landing strip and it would go from one end kind of all the way to the other. Would you consider putting out an anthology of the zoom? Uh, I mean, I love that idea of having it in an airport. Like <laughs> I think that might be unrealistic goal, but I, I mean, what I suppose I like, I don't know if that's like, I suppose you must have this with yours, more with you at yours in that it basically impossible to probably read them all now unless you've got a serious amount of time to dedicate to it um yeah and i guess the same with yours and it, it it doesn't matter you know if you do read issue 410 is the first yeah. one you come across that's fine that's yeah. a kind of thing and i do like having multiple copies of your zine though like i like giving them to people like you might get a number 23 a number 200 a 250, a 300, and a 410. So you might have, you know, these 10, and it does cover this huge amount of time and different things are happening. But because the zine looks so similar each time, yeah. it flows through really nicely, I think, and you just come in and out wherever. I do get emails at the distro sometimes from completists who do want yeah all of your yeah. things do they do they stalk you as well i do yeah get emails from completers being like have you got number you know, 53 or something like well yeah i guess i could and then i sometimes if i'm yeah in the mood i'll go and look for it and read it back and and yeah, I've, it's interesting because i've genuinely completely forgotten and sometimes you're just like yeah this isn't particularly a special one sometimes you're like, oh that is a good one <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah it's it, I, re, I find that very funny the idea that someone would want to complete it and I also think some of the completers maybe don't realize how much of it there is because otherwise you would never set yourself that task because <laughs> yes I, I definitely see that and we're out of time yeah. oh. congratulations on the upcoming 10-year anniversary of your zine it is an incredible achievement and what an incredible work of art it is i cannot speak highly enough of your zine congratulations <laughs> oh, thanks, Luke. and i mean well thank you for also being a such an inspiration of someone who's 
also produced a zine for even longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like to lie them. Yeah, we could lie them, find two two airports and fill them with zines. That would be yeah. really nice. <laughs> so good to see you. Thanks for chatting today. Well, yeah, thanks for having me. And 